It is Friday, love is still in the air, and it's game week 25. We are the Footy Fools. I'm Bryce with my boy Rob. Happy Friday, Bryce, my my, my sick co-host over here who is just up for the people, ready to make the plays. Got date night tomorrow, just <laughs> great dad, great husband. Just killing it, buddy. Just fighting the good fight. Load me up. Lemon juice, honey, vitamins. I'll take it all right now. I'll tell you where I'll take it. It's not a Klopp classic, but it is bright and early to start the game week off at the G-Tech, Rob. Liverpool coming to town to play the resurgent bees. Can we say that yet? I don't know. Ivan Tony has helped. I'd say that's almost fair to say. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you what else is going to help. Uh, Wisa coming back from AFCON. I think that might help a little bit. Yeah. And uh, a little negative for them, though. Jensen left the last game a little limpy. Don't like that. Uh, but we know a big win for them at the Molyneux. The Bees, that is 2-0. Poole went out, did what they had to do against Burnley. Lines here, kind of what you'd think, right, Rob? We got uh, Brentford plus 450, Liverpool minus 180. That over-under being a big 3.5, over being positive, positive money. I'll tell you what, interesting on the red side of the ball here, the Liverpool side of the ball, Salah back in practice. think we'll see him this weekend, Rob. Why wouldn't we? You got to play them. Well, I mean, I love that, but we're going to see like the 20-minute uh, appearance of that kind, I feel like, more than a full game out of him. Uh, I think he starts but gets subbed would be my bet. All right. Well, aside from that, we know that TAA is not going to be around until no. the end of the month here. So that is, uh, I don't know, signs for concern. Is that even right for them? We're looking at two losses on the year, one to my Spurs, one to your Arsenal. So mm. clearly they hate North London. We know yes. that fact, Rob. We know this. One thing about this team, though, uh, in Liverpool, goals are coming from all sides, right? We're over three and a half on five straight for Liverpool, interesting enough. Uh, with Brentford back in the mix, we've got Tony uh, as a possible goal scorer here anytime, plus 160. Wiesa, plus 375. They've scored in 9 of 10, Rob. Kind of brings you into my play here. Liverpool's got the firepower. Brentford going to find the back of the net. I think this one might even be a little closer than expected here. Maybe 3-2, 4-2. Liverpool, give it to me though. Liverpool on the money line. BTTS, both teams to score, plus 175. Let's go. All your talk tracks pointed to that exact play. I saw, I could <laughs> I, I sniffed that one out for sure. What's Bryce cooking? He might be sick, but he's cooking over there. there cooking. Well, you want to talk about your Gunners, buddy? Going to Turf more? Maybe a letdown spot? The hottest team in the league? You want to talk about them? Hottest team in the league. Ugh. I mean, 14 goals, nine goal scores, only allowed two goals in the last four matches, two clean sheets. It's hard to, it's hard to beat. Well, I mean, I think if you look at the city run, uh, a little bit more substantive there, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, uh, we go to Turf Moor this weekend to go see Vincent Company, uh, who is still in a job by some miracle. As you can imagine, uh, across the board, Burnley plus 850 at home, plus 480 on the draw. My Arsenal minus 335 to get it done. Total, it's a little wild, three and a half, uh, over plus 145, under minus 180. I considered playing this one way or another, but we'll get to that. Oh, uh, Last out here, uh, Burnley felt the wrath of Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp, 3-1. Uh, 
Arsenal, of course, put up a touchdown against the Hammers, 6-0, uh, complete destruction there. You remember when I really loved that Kudis anytime? I was like, you know what, Rob? You know what I think is going to happen? We're going to get a Kudis goal at this one. You're like, I don't I don't think so, B. I don't yeah. think so. No, yeah. no. I, I thought we might let up one, but uh, we let up zero, so we'll take that. Uh, Burnley have yet to find three points in 2024. It's mid-February. Not good for them. Foster uh, is going to be... Uh, was absent last week. He had a groin issue. And Burnley, of course, now they're still seven points from safety. So they got problems there. Um, Arsenal haven't lost uh, in 2024 yet. So not bad. Not bad. Uh, last loss at the cottage. But yeah, I mean, Arsenal is rolling right now. Um, I mean, look at the goals. Look at the goals in the last four, Rob. I mean, even the sixth spot, sure. If you take the sixth spot away, it's still uh, 10 goals for two against, but we know it's 16 and two here. So quite remarkable run for you guys I offensively. Do, yeah, and I do remember you uh, having some shit to say about Arsenal not really being able to put teams away. I did. I, I mean, I, I think that was my contention go, heading through the fall into the winter. We saw it time and time again. We saw it come and bite you right in the ass time and time again. Yeah. Arteta, we've discussed his issues with managing lineups, personalities, and those yeah. things, but seems to be putting it together right now, pushing the right buttons. No question about it. Oh, uh, Martinelli coming in in the 82nd. Sure. How about he puts on a brace right there? Why you know, not? I, yeah. Why the hell not? Uh, I don't have a play on this game. Uh, I consider toying with the under. It feels like 2-1 Arsenal, but it could be 3-1, and that's all that matters, right? Like, It's always weird for me after a team lays a big number, how do they respond? Yeah. Usually they respond not in kind. When you go through a blowout like that, we'll get into that later. Let's head on over to Tottenham, where uh, my Spurs stole a late victory there at the Tottenham Stadium sure over did. Brighton last weekend. Brendan Johnson coming off the bench and netting the winner there in 90 plus four. The Wolves, meantime, we were on them at the Molyneux, certainly that the fortress that had been there, uh, and they had some bad news in that game. Not only did they lose 2-0 to the Bees, but Cunha goes out with an injury in the first half. Yes. The player that really held it together for them with Neto out and other injury concerns. Players gone to AFCON. Cunha put on a show, offensive power. He had a hat trick not two weeks ago. To see him go out is going to be a big problem for Gary O'Neill, I think, there. Meanwhile, the Spurs team... They're almost at full strength, Rob. Everybody's back from AFCON. Obviously, Sonny's back. Maddie's back. Mickey, Van de Ven the Great. I don't know how to say that in Dutch, but I'm sure it sounds awesome. And you say it fast, Rob. I'm guessing you say it fast. Uh, but I don't I don't see the, the, the problem with this game for me. Oh, other positives for Wolves. One big positive. Obviously, Huang coming back from, from Korea. Played the with Korean Sun. returns. The Korean returns. Uh, he did not get in the last game, so this will be his first action back in the Prem. A lot of times they got to warm him back up to that play, so who knows if he sees the full game. They're going to need him, though, Rob. They're yeah. going to need him. The problem here for me, Rob, Spurs, heavy, heavy, heavy favorites, right? Minus 180. Wolves, you're getting four and a half times your money. That three and a half is the over under it, plus 120. I just, you know, I, I'm I'm working through this game. I know everybody's thinking Bryce is going to be on Spurs BTTS again, but I don't know what Wolves are going to do offensively here. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, over should be clean. And then Spurs have kind of played these tighter 2-1 games. This game to me could be 2-0, 2-1, somewhere in there. Uh, you know, who knows? Anytime red card could change all that clearly. Uh, I think more than likely it goes over. 
but maybe what's, it's, uh, what's Spurs team total over one and a half? Oh, that's a good thing. We'll have to get the stat away on that. I think that that is certainly a play. I would guess negative, probably like minus 150 range because this game to me, like I said, I think it's going to be two nil, maybe three nil, maybe two one. But I just I'm staying away, Rob. And look at this. Sonny back for a full game. And now they're sitting him at minus 120 anytime. Mm hmm. So I just I'm staying away, Rob. Staying away. Take us to the cottage, I, brother. I didn't see that coming. What's, yeah, I know. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Fulham uh, hosting Villa. Uh, talk about two teams that nobody in the world can figure out here. I don't think they have figured themselves out uh, across the board. Fulham home dog plus two ten plus two sixty five on the draw. Villa plus one twenty five to go to the cottage to do it. Uh, last time out or when they played uh, in the Reverse fixture, Villa won 3-1 at Villa Park. Last out, Fulham uh, put up a three spot against Bournemouth. I know you like Bournemouth there. I said this is the trappiest line I've yeah, ever seen. I love the cherries there. Made no sense. Rob uh, tried to talk me out of it. I just held strong. And I'm getting the text throughout the game like, hey, remember? Remember how I told you how trappy that one was, Bryce? Yes, yes. Um, Fulham, yeah, still no Jimenez, no Wilson, probably no Diop. So... Villa has been kind of trending poorly, but again, this line feels very similar to what we saw last week with Fulham Bournemouth to me. It's uh, just, uh, sorry to jump on you there, bud, but it's like the Fulham team since beating your Arsenal, right? Five games out, something like that. They got two wins, two draws, and a loss. And you're like, it, we our expectation was that the drop-off would be more significant. No Jimenez, right? Mm-hmm. But they're finding a way. Munez, uh, he's got three goals in his last two playing the nine. Maybe they found a little little something there, a little sparkle. Um, and that anytime right here, Rob, uh, plus 205 there for the home, for the Cottagers. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm not subscribing to this. Uh, Fulham seems like an absolute no-brainer, which is why I am taking Aston Villa. Look at you. Plus 125. Uh, Villa, one point back from fourth from your Spurs. Uh, I think Emery is going to really have to have lit a fire under everyone's ass this week. Um, I think Villa go to the cottage and get it done. I see like 2-1, possibly 3-1. I love the line read here, which is what this is 100% on your guts. Uh, you know, last out away, we know what the villains did to the Blades, right? They got out early. They got out often. They put that game away in the first. How they followed it up at home against United is a head scratcher. Um, we're going to get into United late, later on, certainly. But, you know, the other thing, when you're looking at the top five, top six after Villa, the drop-off gets more significant because of the lackluster play from Hammers, Brighton, and the like there. So there really isn't that pressure of falling out of the top five to me, um, which is interesting. But we'll, well take England's it. also going to get five Champions League spots this year in the new format change. Well, based on pedigree, because the last four yep. spots are going to go to uh, what, like a cumulative history over the last few years which England just has in spades. So, yep. you know, it used to be a top four battle, but you can pretty much safely say it's going to be a top five battle. 
All right, to the team that's trying to fight back into the top five in West Ham, heading to the city ground, Rob, where Nottingham Forest seemed to be under fire under Nuno, and that's kind of cooled a little bit. Obviously, Wood being absent is part of that, but they are the favorites at home here, plus 140 for Forest. That draw 260, Hammers coming to town, close to double your money at plus 190. The over-under, interesting here for me, Rob, two and a half. Two and a half on the over under here. Yeah. That, that over being minus 125, under being even money. I mean, the reverse on this one, Hammers 3 2 with that Lake Suchek winner. Uh, we were actually on that. Uh, that was a nice Saturday morning, if I recall, yes. for the two of us and for the pod. So I love, love, love that. But Forrest, they're not winners in the new year. Um, as I said, no wood, but they are getting Bowley back and uh, Sangare coming back from AFCON. Uh, just interesting run from the hammers though. I mean, the, the Bowen shows dried up Kudus, I I thought would jump right back in post AFCON that hasn't happened. But as I got into it, Rob, the interesting thing for me is they have not won the hammers. That is since Piquetta went out in that Arsenal game. And I, I just, I guess I didn't realize what a driving force he was in that team, but it's clearly showing. We know how they were embarrassed last week. He's a stud. He, he certainly is. He certainly is. And if you want to dip your toe back into the Kudus bow in any time game here, they're both sitting right at 230, which is pretty juicy, but they haven't been showing it to me, Rob. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you on that. But the bottom line is both these teams are finding the back of the net. West Ham did not last week, but they are leaking goals. Uh, Forrest has been scoring goals. They've gone over three and a half and four of the last six. Uh, West Ham had been scoring until they ran into, you know, just – an absolute machine in Arsenal that, that last week. That team, Arsenal, yeah. Unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I got to play here. I'm going to go uh, over two and a half at minus 125. Ooh, I like it, man. I That that was jumping off the page at me, that two and a hook there. I, You know, somebody's going to find a way to get this thing done. Maybe a 2-2 draw here. I don't know, but it's going over, brother. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah. Don't see how it doesn't. Is going over a team that I was on last week, and Rod Rob read properly here in the Cherries, heading to St. James Park. Yeah, Newcastle a little bit resurgent. We know the winners there at the City Ground, as we were just talking in a game that showed us five goals last out. The reverse here, uh, Newcastle went to the South Coast and won four one. That was kind of that early Bournemouth team. Kind of interesting here though for me, Rob. Newcastle at home minus one twenty five. The draw there, 320. Bournemouth coming to town. You're getting three to one on your money. Over under sitting at three and a hook. Over being positive at 125. I'll tell you what, this Bournemouth team, interesting for me. A tale of three seasons. It's a new book I'm writing. A tale of three seasons, right? No wins in their first nine. Seven wins in their next nine. And no wins in their last five. What is that? What is happening? That has got to just be so frustrating as a fan. You know, we thought, I know, we talked about it a lot. I mean, uh, was Iriola going to get fired there early? I mean, he was my odds on favorite based on what was going on. And then all of a sudden, the quick turnaround, interesting transfer. They bring in uh, the Turkish national, Unis Inal from Getafe to get more firepower, more support for Solanke up top. Is he going to make a difference? I think he came off the bench in the last game. Um, but it just see, it feels like the wheels have come off. Meanwhile, Newcastle, the injuries keep coming. Wilson yeah. gets the start last week. He's gone. Isak still doubtful. You're going to have Gordon at the nine. 
Oh, he's I, so effective on the wing. What a waste. I, well, I, I think they're just like, we need to figure out who's going to play up top and how it's going to okay. work. Almiron can't. He's going to have to stay in the wing position for me. He can't play in the middle. I agree. No, 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 not for me. I'm staying away from this one, Rob. It's a, it's a goosey game. I, I I feel like it could be a weird drawy game. It could go under. I, I don't know where this is going. A lot of, yeah, there's just a lot of unknowns. It seems to be the story of the season. A lot of, you know, uh, late fitness tests. And, you know, unfortunately, we can't do the, live, the show live. Uh, we're not set up for that and we're just too busy. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on that. I think uh, I think this could go any which way. This is probably the scariest game on the board for me this year no, or this week. I will not touch this one. No, sir. Well, tell me, how scary do you think this game is? Uh, Chelsea going to the Etihad. Like, what's Pochettino feeling? What do you think is going through his head? Well, I think, well, Pachi's obviously going to be scared shitless going to the Etihad. But, you know, it's I was looking at this game. I couldn't make heads or tails of it. City have the, you know, their first um, leg of their Champions League knockout stage game this week. But again, is there really that much pressure on this City squad? They're setting their own personal goals now. They're trying to be the first team to win the league four years in a row. Uh, they won a trouble last year. They're still in every competition except the League Cup. I think the Leaf Cup gone. I mean, they just knocked out Spurs late in the FA Cup at Tottenham. I remember that, Mm-mm. yes. Yep. So they're just kind of writing and rewriting their own records here. So I think Pochettino, obviously, still has a lot of guys um, you know, in the training room, um, which hurts him. City, obviously, red hot. You know, They've won six straight. Well, then they like, get the Browner back. Geez. Holland is back. Like, fuck you, man. It's just like, like, we're this talking, is just loaded. We're talking about that midfield last week, and it's just like, okay, well, this isn't fair. And then you it's look really at the not. bench. It's like, oh, Grealish might come in off the bench. We don't know if he's injured. Like, oh, if Jack Grealish is injured on any other team, it's news because it's going to affect the play. And yet they're like, oh, he Barely might play. He might up. not. Like, nobody really seems to care. Uh, you know, the, the reverse fixture here was a top five game this year. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Not the outcome I was rooting for. You had either. Um, obviously, everything, that's kind of when Chelsea started turning things around. That was right when City got into their three consecutive massive draws, right? Mm-hmm. City, Liverpool, and Spurs. And it, we thought maybe the wheels are coming off. Maybe this was the end of the uh, City era. The four the four Pete was not in play. And, little, and Pep's just like, just wait. Just wait. Mm-hmm. We're rattling off six six in a row. Holland comes back. Kate, Kevin De Bruyne comes back. I mean, it's it's something special. I am going to have a play here. A lot of times when you see big big goals scored in the first game, you don't see them in the in the reverse. But I'm sticking with it, man. I'm going. <gasps> I'm going to go over three and a half here. You get plus one fifteen. I mean, this Chelsea team has looked better against worse competition. Yes. But even at Anfield a couple weeks ago, they still found the back of the net in a 3-1 loser where they didn't look interested or involved in that game. I think we might see a little bit more fight out of them, but I think City's going to put on a show. I think this is going to be a pep, like, reminding people. This is not a PBH game. Maybe uh, years ago this would have been in a title contention or yeah. in a, both teams are fighting to stay in the top four or in the top two, but Chelsea ain't there. I don't no. think that City's going to put any respect on their name coming to town, and this could be a role of a game. He's got a hell of a week. He's got Chelsea at home. Uh, he has to go to Copenhagen midweek, and then they host Liverpool at the weekend, which is huge. Yeah. So let's see how they respond. Well, lucky for, lucky for them, Rob, they were away at Copenhagen this week, so they'll be just home. So they'll just stay at the Etihad. So they'll yeah. stay in. They'll stay in the in the northwest there. Certainly. 
All right. Well, hey, talk to me about this. Can we call it a, a less on, exciting match perhaps? on an on fire blades team? <laughs> Uh, Sheffield United hosting uh, Brighton at Bramall Lane, of course, across the board. You're in a plus 380 uh, for Sheffield to get all three points, plus 350 on the draw, minus 160 on Brighton to go there and get it done. Uh, reverse fixture ended as a 1-1 draw. Um, they also did play each other in the FA Cup where Brighton smoked them 5-2. Last out, we were we, we had this one wrong. Uh, Sheffield went to Luton and beat them three one. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, of course, just you know heartbreaker for them. Uh, Brendan Johnson scoring the late winner uh, at Tottenham Stadium. But yeah, Blades had their first win in eight games, four straight matches over three and a half. Bright Brighton still currently ninth. Um, still injuries all over the place there. March and Veltman are still out. <sighs> This is a weird one. Um, it's a weird one, and but it's also they they've been so drawy. Brighton right. has they draw games you don't think they're going to draw. Yeah, y- y- United. Do they think they have life? I, I I don't know. I mean, they are at the bottom, bottom, bottom. You know, yeah. but maybe they feel like they get a point here, something. I, Which I just, brings me to my play, Bryce Ivor Gerlach the third. I will <laughs> be riding the Brighton draw train here. Uh. I mean, Sheffield's going to take points any which way they can. I think they're going to see a little bit of a wounded duck. I think, you know, same's going to be hopping. I I see a draw. I'm draw? Gonna the plus 350. Plus oh, 350. juicy. One play. Get your plus money for the weekend right there, Rob. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Quick reminder, hit subscribe on your podcatcher right now if you're listening to us, enjoying, having fun, making investments with us. And also, you can give us a follow on all the socials at The Footy Fools, Kenworth Avenue. Has yes. become a tough place to go to. We thought it might be. It took a little bit while in the season to get it going. And then last weekend, just as we were saying, they just, the Hatters laid an egg down there against another bottom feeder in uh, the Blades. In, in, in a game we thought they'd really control and dominate. But before that, I mean, they had been rolling, uh, obviously, overs all the time, but they beat Broughton, excuse me, they beat Brighton, they drew Newcastle, they drew Liverpool, and then they had really close games, Spurs, Arsenal, City, that Arsenal game, they had every business getting a draw out of that, I don't know how, that went uh, 90 plus 27 minutes, nobody knows that, Um, but meanwhile, we know... United has been rolling three big wins for them. Yeah. I don't know when we look back at the end of the season, how those wins will look given what's happened to Villa. We know what Arsenal just did to West Ham and then Wolves, uh, that Wolves game, they could have put away about 14 times and just couldn't. They still got all three could points. Have. There's, there's yes. something to be said to that. Uh, as be, has been noted on this podcast before, Scott McTominay, leading goal scorer for your Manchester United. Obviously. That's Rob. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, my big thing here is these teams are scoring. We've talked about Luton, how they score every match, every just about every match of the year. The only match they didn't score on, I think, on the run right now is that still that Spurs game where they were down a man. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go. I, this is going to be a play for me. I just think Kenilworth's going to be bouncing. I think they are going to look to respond to that horrible loss. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna be looking ahead to Everton on Monday night, knowing that they have to stay outpacing them. They're gonna have to find a point here. I don't know if they can get it done, but I think goals are going to be coming here. I'm gonna go over one over three and a half for plus one forty. 
I, you know, I think uh, United is showing more offense, and I think Luton needs to have this game, and they find a way to play these close overs at home. Rob, give it to me over three and a hook plus one forty. That's my third play, brother. Let's go. Yeah, their matches have been so fun to watch. It's not the prettiest football. It's just end to end hustle. It's wild. It's fun. I mean, the ground is rocking, but let's go to a ground where it's not all very rosy. Um, my, my buddy Aaron, he's a big Everton fan. He sent me a Valentine's Day gift card. It says, uh, so it's got some Everton supporters on it, and it says, fuck me like you're the F.A. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. I was cracking up. I was like, oh, no. That's a 12 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I was like, unbelievable. So I have to send you that here. Um, uh, yeah, across the board, uh, Everton minus 150, plus 280 on the draw. Palace plus 460 to get it done over under two and a half. Reverse fixture, Everton uh, went to Palace and won 3-2. Last out, Everton getting blanked at home to City. Uh, Palace losers uh, to Chelsea 3-1. Everton, I mean, it's like I said, like I alluded to with that Valentine's Day card. It's been brutal for them. Um, they're, they're looking at probably another points deduction. Um, they still have injuries. Donjuma and Ducure probably still going to be missing. So they need to figure out a way. Um, if you're playing a team like Crystal Palace and who struggles on the road, you got to find three points here. Yep. This has to get done. Am I laying minus 150 on Everton to do that? No. Well, I mean, interesting for me, the peek ahead here, uh, as Palace has just kind of fallen by the wayside. I think injuries, we know. We've spoken on it many, many times. You're oh, at, like, new manager. Nope. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> We're just jumping right over the important things. Hit it, Rob. <laughs> Roy Hodgson, uh, poor old Roy at 76 years old, finding himself getting the pink slip uh, this week. So that's going to add a different dimension there as well. It certainly will, and 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 you where they are on the table next week they are going to host Burnley, so that's a six right. pointer for them at this point in time where they're standing. Uh, we know no Elise though, uh, no Eze more than likely. So with them, you know, as the question has been all year is like where will the offense come from? Right, Ayu, are you going to have enough in the midfield to support him? Like you know, I just. New manager, new system. They're bringing in the old Frankfurt manager who uh, resigned abruptly after winning um, the Europa League two years ago and has not had a job since. So kind of weird. He had this like kind of come and get me attitude and uh, no one scooped him up. Everybody so uh, I, I don't know. You, you bring in, you go from old Roy to like some young German hotshot. Obviously, it's going to be a cultural push into the cold, deep end of the pool. So I don't know how Palace is going to respond to that. That's just weird to me. Too many bizarre factors. Probably why Everton is such a big favorite. Not touching it. No, it's a stay away from for me as well. Uh, let's get let's get a recap here, Rob. I'll tell you what I got. I got Liverpool to win with the both teams to score at plus one seventy five. Then give me uh, the Chelsea City over three and a hook at plus one fifteen, and Luton United over three and a hook at plus one forty. I'm seeing goals this weekend, Rob. Yeah, when we're just coming off one of the highest scoring weekends of all time. Uh, actually, it was the highest scoring weekend of all time by one goal. Uh, I'm going to take Villa plus one plus one twenty five to go to Fulham, get it all done. I'm going to take over two and a half in Forest West Ham, and I'm going to take draw. Um, in the Sheffield Brighton match. 
I love it, man. Quick reminder, if you are deciding to place a bet or make an investment this week, please do it responsibly. Don't be a jabroni and spend that money you don't have and look like an idiot to your family and yourself. Don't look in the mirror and be like, man, I should have laid that cash. Right, Rob? That's right. Still got to pay off uh, Sweetie's uh, you know, Valentine's Day present. Get her a new FA Cup card, you know? Right. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to send that to you right now, by the way. I'll, I'll tell you, I think we got a great weekend of football. Uh, thanks for listening. Let's get out there and break those banks. Let's get this money, guys. Yeah.